0: It's so easy to listen from home. I just tell my smart speaker, Alexa, play the Shakeback Sports podcast. Here's hashtag brothers of baseball slash Shakeback Sports show from Apple Podcasts, continuing the latest episode. Well, here we go again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I come to you with uh, a lot of pain uh, in my heart. And uh, if it comes out of her, it's coming out in my in my voice, just understand that uh, I won first am a man. Uh, I'm then a, a father. And uh, what we continue to witness uh, in the United States when it comes to police brutality and, you know, all the rest Uh, here we are again and it doesn't make a difference as to who the perpetrators are or who the victims are white black or indifferent it just doesn't make any sense Willie Epting Jr. Shakeback Sports Show right here on the Big Game Christian Sports Network coming to you guys, man, for a brand new episode. Thank you guys out there for, uh, of course, supporting the vision and also the show. We're gonna get to some more details about Young Tyree Nichols and how. Oh my gosh! I. Uh, oh my gosh! Um, we're gonna get to some NFL as well. As a matter of fact, the show is gonna be mainly NFL after this first segment. Uh, both in or on the field and off the field as well Uh, I get to troll Dallas Cowboy fans a couple more times while I also troll Raider fans so don't think that just because it's Cowboy fans I don't do it to everybody else to the dopest engineer on the planet big day what's going on sports fans people fans all over the planet you already know what time it is let's go ahead and get this thing started man first segment it is being brought to you by US Sailor whether you are a new customer or a current one US Sailor, you can choose any phone you want for free, especially the 5G. Visit your nearest store in Ardmore, Ada, Medill, Sulphur, or Hugo, Oklahoma. U.S. Sailor, America's locally grown wireless network. Okay, so Memphis, Tennessee has been the scene of a lot of tragedy, a tragic history uh, in our country um it's been well documented of course martin luther king and what happened there when he was assassinated um so many other things as well that go on in the african-american communities out there um in memphis uh but this latest one i mean I, i can't i can't even wrap my my mind around it um and when i first heard about it i was like okay did this really happen um Tyree Nichols, 29 year old father of Memphis, was pulled over twice by Memphis PD. They said that he had been driving recklessly. Uh, Apparently, he fled the scene after being pepper sprayed. They chased him down and then they. Oh, my gosh. If you have not seen the video, um, depending on how you are mentally. Uh, I I would encourage you to go out and watch it just to get a gauge of how significant this this incident was. Um, The video was released, of course, on Friday. There's also audio that was released on Friday. Um, These five officers, uh, their names are Emmett Martin, the third to Darius Bean. Demetrius Haley, a uh, Demetrius Haley, Desmond Mills Jr., and Justin Smith—five black officers in Memphis. Uh, after pulling over Young Nichols, um, they just they treated him as though he did something like very, 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 very um, inadequate or um, just totally unacceptable uh an act to maybe somebody that they know of a female of a female persuasion I'll I'll say that to try to keep it as clean as I possibly can um the beating reminded me a lot of what Rodney King sustained from those four officers in Los Angeles it looked and felt the same exact way Um, of course Rodney King was inebriated And they said that he had the strength Of a whole bunch of men So that's why they felt that That, for, that force was warranted But we have no information That Tyree was uh, Was under the influence of anything um, it, it makes me sick And I, I, I'm going to address You know The, the, the obvious I'm going to address the elephant in the room In a minute But I, I want to I want to uh, I want to offer um, from the big game Christian Sports Network and everyone here at the Shakeback Media Group uh, from our families. We want to offer our, you know, heartfelt and most sincere prayers and condolences because and and it, it just it just seems like we, we, we keep saying I want to offer my prayers and condolences. But at some point, when is it going to be enough when is it going to be enough? And I, I, I'm so upset and I'm trying to keep it together, ladies and gentlemen, as the airing, airing of this show, I, I watched the video as it was in progress from the body cam. They said that he was hit. He being Tyree was hit at least nine times in under four minutes. And I don't mean love taps, ladies and gentlemen I don't mean like spankings These officers, former officers Who have been fired And since charged with second degree murder It's not first degree because it wasn't premeditated So it's second degree murder charges for all of them They beat this dude with batons And nightsticks And they actually I'm telling you right now It looked like a gang beating in a back alley—that's what it looked like. And then you have the officers. You know, one of the officers saying, "I'm going to baton the f out of you. Give me your hands. Give me your hands." When Tyree was obviously not even able to stand up on his own power. What on earth would possess these officers to continue to hit this dude the way that they the way that he did, or with the way that they did? Obviously, And I'm just thinking, was there some sort of beef that he had? Was, was Tyree, uh, did they consider him to be, quote unquote, a troublemaker? If any of those things are true, none of that justifies what has happened to this young man. A family is destroyed. Parents, again, are having to bury a child. No parent should have to do that. No parent should have to do that in a city that has a black police chief in a city that's had black police chiefs before the current one in a city where you have five officers that are black that did this. It's unacceptable. It's inexcusable. It's irreprehensible. It's almost unforgivable and I'm, I'm, I'm like, and then, and then, they said, they being the Memphis Police Department, or these guys, these officers, these former officers, have basically stated that um, he fled, he was driving recklessly when the the uh, the department head, or, or I'm sorry, the uh, police chief, C.J. Davis, actually has done their. "Quote unquote" investigation into that part of it, and she actually has revealed there was no evidence or there was no symbolism of this being a reckless stop. So it makes me think: Did they have? Did did some of these officers have a beef with this kid? It makes me think: Were these officers like crooked? Were they officers who? You know, maybe uh, doing things in the hood that they probably shouldn't be doing. Officer friendly comes to mind. Were they that type of an officer? Did they have information or did Tyree have information on them? I'm, I'm interested to see if any of that's going to come out. And if I were. um. I shouldn't say if I were if I were because I, I can't even imagine it what I'm saying is if it were I couldn't even imagine what I would be thinking what I would be doing what I what would I do next if that was my child and that happened at the hands of officers who are the same shade of color as we are I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't I, I couldn't fathom what would happen next and They hired the family has hired Ben Crump uh, as the uh, um, as their representation against these officers and probably against the city of Memphis. Um, The D.A. of Shelby County, it didn't take that long for them to get these charges filed. Okay, it didn't take that long for the body cam footage to come out. So for everybody out there that I have about four minutes left to go in this first segment, for everybody out there that will start saying, Well, you see, police brutality ain't just white on black or black on white. It's or white on white. It's black on black it too. It it happens there too. Nobody is saying that it doesn't happen. This is what we're saying. Keep that same energy and let it be universally uh practiced when it's a white officer on a white person or a white officer especially on a black person keep that same energy when it comes to investigating something quick enough so charges can be brought in a more efficient manner don't go back and try to hide video like what happened to Amar Aubrey in Georgia where the DA was friends or associates with the perpetrators no Keep that same energy that you had in convicting or, or charging these black officers with their counterparts everywhere. Can we keep that same energy? So when you talk about or when people and, and people are still at to this very day, a man who gave up everything, a man who sacrificed millions of dollars, a man who had the dream of playing in the NFL, gave all that up for Police Brutality He didn't say White police brutality on uh, Black cops Or I'm sorry on black citizens He didn't say that He did talk about systemic racism But that's not the same as police brutality This is police brutality And it doesn't matter What color you are Whether you are the victim Or whether you are the perpetrator It Wrong is wrong So It doesn't matter to me and it shouldn't matter to you whether the victims and the perpetrators are of the same shade of color. That ain't what we're talking about. Still belief brutality. Still, they want to defund the police. Still, they want to be able to train these officers in such a way. It just makes it more spotlightable, if you will, because it's black on black and white people don't understand this about us. We will bring each other down quicker than they will. It's, it's, it's been like that since the beginning. That's where uh, the, the, the term crabs in a bucket came from. We will pull one another down before we actually give you the opportunity to pull us down. And we will do it a lot harder and it'll sting more because we're doing it to each other. But that doesn't mean that incidents like this Because it's black on black Oh it shouldn't have as, have as much attention No they actually did it right So what they did in Memphis needs to be done everywhere No matter who it is No matter who it's done to And no matter who's doing it That's what we're seeing So I'm not in the position now to say What kind of good can come out of this Because I don't see any good right now All I see is a family that is hurting and and friends and loved ones and associates that's hurting people. That's covering this in Memphis. You can see the emotion and, and, and all of that on their faces and you can hear it in their voices as they're reporting this. Those people become one with their stories. And when they have to deal with things like this, it makes it their job that much more difficult. But again, I say keep that same energy. When it happens to other individuals, hopefully we'll never see this again, but history has taught us that it's going to continue until it doesn't anymore, and that's the shame of it all. That's the shame of it all. Um, Come on back on the other side of the break. We're going to get into. We're going to wrap this up. This part of it of the show up. Tyree Nichols, of course, he died uh, after with those three days later after being beaten by Memphis police. Uh, those five officers have been fired. They are facing second degree murder charges, um, and I hope they get the full extent of the justice system brought to their door. And because they deserve it, they deserve it, and that family deserves justice. They deserve accountability. Come on back on your other side of the break. We're going to get into some more of this. We're going to get into the NFL playoffs. I'm going to troll Dallas Cowboy fans and Raider fans too, of course. Shakeback Sports Show, Big Game, Christian Sports Network, Willie F.T. Jr., man. Y'all come on back and holler at us. funny about that Is that every time I play that My wife says "Do you?" I ask her do you know what song that is And she'll say yeah that's that song that you like She don't even know what it really is But she's just saying that's the song I like And that's just what that is Willie F.T. Jr. Shakeback Sports Show Big Game Christian Sports Network Thank you guys out there for checking us out On Facebook Facebook and Facebook For My personal page For The Big Game Christian Sports Network's page For the Shakeback Media Group's page Also on LinkedIn and YouTube And you know we can't leave out Twitter Steamrolling 8,500 goats On the Twitter Thank you very much man For you guys out there rocking with us In the land of Twitter And through all social media platforms Make sure you go out there and subscribe to the YouTube channel, as well as hit the follow button on on uh, on Twitter as well. And make sure you go and like and like and follow the pages as previously indicated. All right, we got some more stuff to get into, man. We talked about the well, the unfortunate incident that that has taken place in in Memphis, Tennessee, with the death of a yet of an unarmed black man. However. These circumstances are a lot different From what we have talked about in the past um, So rest in peace And prayers up to the family And all those that are affected um, I just want to say one other thing about that Before we actually move on to The uh, the Dallas Cowboys um, Or really the, the NFL as a whole um, Let's keep that same energy Ladies and gentlemen Let's keep that same energy when It comes to um, when it comes to finding enough evidence to quickly not only just terminate these types of officers. And I'm not I don't care what color you are, black, white, brown, green, blue, turquoise, rainbow, sunk doesn't matter to me. I don't care. But let's keep that same energy whenever uh, we have that take place. When these officers' counterparts of a different shade or a lighter shade than we are, uh, or that I am, um, and this incident happens then. So let's continue to lift everyone up in prayer that has been affected by that. Um, It is an unfortunate and terrible situation uh, there in the city of Memphis. And here we go again. And let me just touch on this real quick, too, because I didn't talk about this in the first segment, but. Uh, the amount of mass shootings that have taken place in the United States already uh, only on the fourth weekend of the year as of tape time. It's nothing short of astounding. And, you know, you become a little bit or really a lot of bit immune to it whenever we don't whenever we were first exposed to these events. Everybody was up in arms and I'm not by any way diminishing the importance or the significance or the tragic situation and the tragic nature of it all i'm saying is that it has happened so much to where it's not even where we're leading or at least for me anyway i'm not leading a show with that but i'm still leading a show with some tragedy in a different form but yet in the same form okay um before we move any further though we got to pay these bills man i almost forgot about that man big day's gonna kill me uh the second segment it is being brought to you by <laughs> Sideline Sports Grill. It's the hottest spot in Southern Oklahoma. I'm talking about Sideline Sports Grill at 2015 Thompson Square in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Come out and enjoy their delicious Hall of Fame wings, MVP sandwiches, all-star burgers, their signature Sidelines pretzels, fan-favorite desserts, motley mixtures, and so much more. Open Wednesdays through Mondays from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Stop on by the new Sideline Sports Grill 2015 Sweet. Two is in Delta. Square Ardmore, Oklahoma, for more or for some excellent food, some awesome atmosphere, and remember you don't need any credentials to be at the sidelines. So, all right, um, I, I want to look, there's so many things that I want to talk about in the world of the NFL. Um, of course, we've had the divisional round to come to a close. Um, I'm going to save my trolling. <laughs> for the third segment so all you guys out there that are watching or will ultimately watching this via youtube via twitter via linkedin via facebook i'm gonna come back with another studio session in the third segment because i got to see i've got to have you guys watch this as i continue to troll the cowboys fans and cowboys nations all over the world but here's the deal so the San Francisco 49ers did indeed defeat those Dallas Cowboys 19 to 12 in Santa Clara. Uh, Brock Purdy didn't have the greatest of games. He's, he didn't certainly didn't show what we've used to been or what we've been used to seeing out of him since he became the starter after Jimmy Garoppolo went down. But you know what we did see that we haven't seen from him? or I'm sorry, you know what we did see that we have continued to see from him? He didn't make any mistakes. And that Dallas pass rush, I mean, they were, in essence, neutralized to a degree because they didn't wreak the havoc that we're used to them wreaking. Um, or wreck, wreck havoc, wreak havoc. Wreck, oh, it's all the same thing. So what I'm saying to you guys is this, is that <clears throat> for two teams, who obviously the strength of the team is their defense. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry about that. The, t- the strength of both Of uh, both squads is, is their defense um, and, and to say that The 49ers pass rush Was equally as neutralized As the Cowboys But here's the thing though Dak Prescott And people Some people are trolling Dak Prescott Others are not Let me tell you where I'm at On Dak Prescott And I've said this before um, And it just took a little while I mean he's been in the league now For what seven eight years um, he has shown you all that he can be. He has shown you all that he is. Uh it's going and and this year I think the window for the Cowboys is still open, but it got uh, it closed a whole lot more uh in this for this particular season and in this loss to the 49ers. So the 49ers go off to Philly and this is the matchup that <clears throat> Excuse me. This is the matchup that many of us have wanted to see in the uh, NFC Championship. You got the number 1 seed and the number 2 seed. What the Philadelphia Eagles did to the New York Giants and beating them 38 to 7, I think it's a felonious act. Uh, they should actually call the DA And have charges filed against Nick Sirianni As well as the office of the defensive lines for the Philadelphia Eagles and you can even throw Jalen Hurts in there as an accessory uh, Of course you gotta throw in there A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard As well as Miles Sanders and all those boys Running the ball so all those dudes Are going to be accessories After the fact or during the fact To what they did criminally to the New York Giants and I just want to say this about the New York Giants. Y'all get the hand clap because the season that y'all have had under first year head coach Brian Dayball, you guys exceeded every expectation that any Giants fan out there could have. And if there's any Giants fans out there that are watching that will be listening to this, um, if you had expected your team to, to make it this far in this season, I will tell you that you are lying to your face. I will tell you that because what we've seen out of the Giants the last three or four years, yeah, Brian Dayball is that dude when it comes to coaching. I don't care about I don't care about how much he is that dude, and he is that dude but none of y'all none of y'all expected the New York Giants to perform the way that they did this year and they've got some decisions to make and we're going to talk about that possibly a little bit in the third segment we shall see um okay so let's 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 bounce it over to the AFC because Joe Burrow <laughs> Burrowhead (laughs) Shout out to my girl Tisha C I think she's watching uh, A show divided Every Tuesday With Tisha C We got a super show coming up This coming Tuesday We got people all over the nation That's going to be chiming in As we uh, wrap up the championship round Of the NFL playoffs And look towards the Super Bowl But Tisha C Um Burrowhead. That is the new name of Arrowhead Stadium, but we're going to get to that in just a second. So Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals go into Buffalo and they really just beat up the Buffalo Bills. And I understand that the Buffalo Bills were down a few players on the defensive side of the ball, but I think what Cincinnati did even with the with their their offensive line who may be a middle of the road unit in the NFL. They kind of exposed the Buffalo Bills front seven for what they have been, particularly without Von Miller. Von Miller was brought over this year to be the closer Much like he was For the Rams Last year And it would have been Kind of cool to see Von Miller win Two championships In two consecutive years With two different teams I actually did Pick the Buffalo Bills To make it to the Super Bowl And to win it But now They're going home And we know the story About DeMar Hamlin We we know uh, How he was up In the uh, luxury boxes Or up in the press box uh, In the game Over the past weekend That short that story Is nothing short Of sensational Prayers continue to to go up for him and his complete and total healing from the cardiac arrest event that he suffered at the at the uh I forgot the name of the stadium in Cincinnati it used to be Paul Brown Stadium it used to be Riverfront Stadium but it's a stadium that's by the river so we're going to call it Riverfront Stadium even though it's not that um so we know we know about all of that but in terms of the Buffalo Bills I mean when you lose Von Miller and you're down so many people in your secondary And your offensive line cannot run block, and then that puts so much more pressure on Josh Allen. You know, Josh Allen is still dealing with the elbow issue We were thinking or we were told Or people were saying that He's going to have to have Tommy John surgery During the season That actually did not happen I'd be really interested to see If that's going to have to take place in the offseason Tommy John surgery in the NFL Is not nearly as critical as it is In the Major League Baseball ranks It is still a season ending injury um, And I would, th- I, I would think That if he was going to have that surgery He would have done it when it happened, and not wait until the off season, because that's really going to shut him down for the entire year of 2023. So I don't think that's going to happen. So Cincinnati, they go off to Kansas City, uh, as I said, Burrowhead Stadium, where the Cincinnati or the Kansas City Chiefs await after defeating uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars hashtag Duval 27 to 17, I believe it was Patrick Mahomes. I hate them. Oh my gosh, I hate them so bad. How do you have a rolled up on ankle that is a high ankle sprain and this dude limps off the field, but Tony Pollard suffered the same or a similar injury in their game. He gets carted off the field. Patrick Mahomes limps off the field and actually comes back and helps lead that team to a victory and yet another uh, another appearance in the afc championship game second time in a row against the Bengals, fifth time in a row overall how does that happen and then you have chad henny who i actually like chad henny i think you know he went to michigan so i'm a michigan fan so i like that about it but he plays for the chiefs and i hate them so this dude comes in and engineers a 98 yard drive on the very first possession that mahomes goes out of the game how does that happen how in the world does that happen? And it did. And for me, I think that when that happened, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, it took the win out of their sails. And then for the Chiefs, all it did was confirm the confidence that they already have in Chad Henney because he's done it before. He's done it before against the Browns. He's done it before uh uh you know in, in big time situations previously, even to that. And now we have The rematch The remix The game Within the game The game That everybody wanted to see In the AFC Or maybe not Because a lot of people Were clamoring for Buffalo and Kansas City Because of what happened In the division Around last year But Here's the deal. I think this game right here for the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs, if you want to say that the Kansas City Chiefs have a kryptonite, it is Joe Burrow. If you want to say that the Kansas City Chiefs have a kryptonite, it is T. Higgins. And also, it is Jamar Chase. And it also is Tyler Boyd. And it also is Joe Mixon. Okay? But the Chiefs, man, Patrick Mahomes is going to likely be the MVP. They have Travis Kelsey, okay. They they Juju Smith-Schuster is good. Marquez Valdez or Marquez Valdez Scanley MVS, he's good. McCole Hartman, he's okay. Why in the world does this dude have um, over five thousand yards passing again? But this game is going to be different. And I'm going to break it down uh, in the third segment as as we, you know, tell everybody out there who we believe is going to actually get to the Super Bowl. And I'm also going to talk. Well, I'm going to start talking about this now. Let's switch gears to off the field to uh, from or I'm sorry, from on the field to off the field for just a minute, because I am up in arms. I am up in arms. I am actually. I can't say that on this show, man. But I am off to the highest point of ivity because the Carolina Panthers, who have who who traded their best player, they obviously were tanking. Um, you had quarterback issues all over the place. You traded for Baker Mayfield, and then you wound up cutting him. And then your your interim head coach, who took over from Matt Rule. Who I actually picked to be the coach of the year. What was I thinking? Steve Wilkes comes in and he gets those guys balling to the point to where they are on the fringe of making the play, or at least making a run for the playoffs, because of the NFC South and how putrid it was. But he had those dudes playing well enough to be in serious contention and consideration. So what do they do? They go and hire Frank Reich, who was just fired. Last year Or was it this year Uh, Yeah this year By the Indianapolis Colts (sighs) And I'm trying to understand How is the brain trust The ownership The upper management squad For the Panthers How are they going to explain this To their fan base Or they actually don't have to But if I'm a Carolina Panther fan And I saw the way That my team performed You know it's kind of reminiscent Of Rich Bisaccio With the Raiders You let Rich Bisaccia go, you bring in this clown, and then the team gets worse. So what's going to happen next year? Because what what Frank Reich had in Indianapolis, he ain't got that. He's not going to have that in Carolina. He's not going to have that there. He's not going to have a Jonathan Taylor. He's not going to have an offensive line as one of the best, if not one of the top three in the NFL. He's not going to have that there. So it is truly a rebuilding project in Carolina. You know, you you figure that they 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 still have Sam Bradford and they they drafted um I forgot who they drafted. Uh but oh, the quarterback I can't think of his name. Um he went to Mississippi, University of Mississippi. I can't think of his name right now. But he they so they got him in there. Is he really the future of your franchise? Who knows? Because we all know how it is when a new coach, a new coordinator, a new regime comes in, and that quarterback may not be their guy, even though he was drafted in the previous regime with the with the expectation that at some point he's gonna take over the reins. There are they are in a completely rebuilding situation, and are they really those players? Are they really gonna play for Frank Reich the way that they did for Coach Wilkes? I don't know. We shall see. Um, I, I to me, it's just another slap in the face of the hiring practice of the NFL, and it continues. It continues the actual. Anyway, come on back on the other side of the break, man. We're going to get into some more of this because D'Amico Demi- Ryan's is, uh, emerged as a favorite for another franchise that we all can't stand. So, Shake Shakeback Sports Show, big gay, big day, <laughs> the dope position in the game, Big Game Christian Sports Network. Y'all coming back and holler at us. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the third and final segment of the Shakeback Sports Show right here on the Big Game, Christian Sports Network. It's your boy, Willie Epteen Jr., rolling solo, live, loud, and in color, baby. You already know what it is, man. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to troll hashtag Dallas Cowboys Nation here in just a second. In the second segment, we did talk about the divisional round, and I'm going to pick up uh, there uh, here in a few seconds. Uh, I am an equal opportunity troller. So, for people out there that are saying I'm only hating on the Cowboys, not the case. Not the case because my Raiders this year uh, stunk it up, did not meet the expectations that I certainly have for them. They did not have for themselves. So, it was all good. I am not a Cowboy hater. I just hate the Cowboys. All right. Um, Before we move any further, though, this third and final segment of this brand new episode of the Shakeback Sports Show, Big Game Christian Sports Network, TJ's Catfish and Wings. You don't know good eat until you've been to TJ's Catfish and Wings, forty two sixty one Green Oaks Boulevard. Tweet sweet five zero six. arlington texas with an all-new menu with boneless tenders fresh salads sub sandwiches brisket delicious fried shrimp multiple flavored buffalo wings i'm hungry now dude dessert specials and and of course their world famous catfish you can go buy at 817... I'm sorry, you can call 817-572-1600 or go to TJs TJ'sCatfishandWings1.com. Order there or just go by there, man. Tell them that your boy, Willie Epteen Jr., told you to holler at them so y'all can look at the new menu. Get a taste of the new atmosphere, same address, and the same four-and-a-half-star service, man. Make sure you tell Travis over there that your boy, Willie Epteen Jr., from the Shakeback Media Group, the Big Game Christian Sports Network, and... This Shake Back Sports Show told you to holler at them so y'all could set it off on your hungry knees. Okay, so um, we're going to get back. Uh, to some NFL off the field stuff because D'Amico Ryan's the uh, defensive coordinator has emerged as a favorite uh, for the Houston Texans job. I, I hope he doesn't take that gig because it is a it, it's like the Roach Motel. You know what I'm saying? They check in but they don't check out. But they don't check. they <laughs> If you go to Houston, you don't check out. They throw you out. Okay. So and as I said, I am I am an equal opportunity troller. Um, and I don't think I've actually had a chance to do this on the Shade Back Sports Show yet, but I've done it on a couple of other shows. So I'm going to do it now, especially when it comes to my Las Vegas Raiders. And courtesy of McKinley Moses, our daughter. That is where this came from. So here we go. I hate the Raiders! My oh, hate the Raiders! John, calm down. They John, they'll win, win the next game. time, John. Uh, uh, John, stop. It's going to be okay. It's all right. I I hate so, that kid really just, I'm telling you, he, he just did whatever all of us are feeling. Uh, we hate the, okay, we don't hate the Raiders, but we hate We hate the Raiders, but we love them. It's the narcotic that is the Las Vegas slash Los Angeles slash Oakland Raiders. And I've just went around the world in 80 days with that. So but let's get to the Dallas Cowboy fans, because uh, unlike that video that I just played, I don't know that kid. But here's the video that I got from the dopest barber. In the solar system, I actually went by Faithful Custody and got myself a new fade. Can you tell how you like it out there? Look at that edge up, it's on point. So my boy Ken sent me this video from about I want to say five years ago at the very first Stevie J Sports and Cuts in Plano, Texas. And this is the big brother Phil after a loss. I don't know if I can't remember if it was a playoff loss or if it was just a regular season loss. So let's go ahead and get this in. What's up, what you doing, boo? Done bro. Done. What? What is minute. You not gonna do that, dog. Oh, man. Jason gave, office coordinator. No, I don't give a damn about number 50 seat. You done? Yeah. Are you done dog? Are you done dog? Are you done dog, or are you just done? Mm-hmm. You, you finished or you done? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it like that, dog. Don't no. Nah, don't, hold up man, don't do that dog, yeah. that's your squad Dun, dun, dun <laughs> Dun, oh, dun, do. dun He officially through Dun, dun, dun Dun, dun, dun Diz do not play with the Cowboys no more Diz don't play with the like Cowboys no more You part of that who that nation? I ain't say all that, I'm just saying I'm done like Say who that Phil, say who that you're not a Cowboy fan. done, huh? <laughs> Anybody want a Cowboy picture? We got him for the cheap over there. Pretty sure he'll let it go for the low. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That just happened to be one of the most funniest, and I said it yes again the most funniest. Things I have ever seen done By a fan <gasps> <laughs> Of a team um, and, and, and th- I don't Okay I gotta play another one Because this one is funny too So y'all let me know Which one of y'all think Put it in the comment section below And we're gonna put we, Just check it out <laughs> Oh my gosh That was too funny Okay um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I-, I think I might have One other thing That I need to play um, So <laughs> As we l- <laughs> As we look back uh, On those two videos And it makes me think This right here now, you know I'm not going to be here much longer, and I'm going to need you to get me a Super Bowl. Now, if we can't play on the field, if we can't beat, then I'm going to get rid of every one of y'all. I'm just going to go ahead and draft all my players all over again because I'm not going to sit here for another 96 years waiting on a Super Bowl when we have the ability to make a run at it this year. Michael McCarthy, you're gone after this. If you lose this first game, if you can't beat, uh uh, uh, uh what's goat. his name? The, the Goat. goat. <laughs> <laughs> I know Tom Brady's the goat, but if we can't beat the goat, I'm gonna fire everybody. Well uh they did beat the goat. Uh they did they did beat the goat H- however, uh as we have discussed ad nauseum and as the two videos prior videos have illustrated, uh the Cowboys did not go any further than the divisional round. Um they are 0-7 in divisional round games since 1994 or five, 1995. Um, That was, of course, Big Day, the dopest engineer uh, in the galaxy. That is this sick show on the Big Game Christian Sports Network, 11s and 5s, 12s and 6s, Monday through Friday. So that was courtesy of him doing his very best jerry jones impersonation okay um so let's get back to some more serious stuff because uh we got two we got two games and four teams that are gonna be playing for the super bowl um let's just talk about the kansas city chiefs and the cincinnati Bengals. can joe burrow make it an over? and i mean over for four against patrick mahomes and those hated kansas city chiefs tisha I know you had on your red jersey on Friday. I know it's football Friday for you, and I know that brings you or you think it brings them some sort of good luck. Um, Joe Burrow is he has the swagger of none other like I've ever seen in this sport. And the offensive line, the weakness of the team probably is a top or bottom 16 (laughs) unit in the National Football League. They're going to do just enough again because. I just don't think that those dudes that are playing in front of Joe Burrow are going to let him down. you got to understand something about the Cincinnati Bengals. This is a team, even up until this year, still has given up a lot of sacks. And they have not lost a game since, I want to say, week four or five or something crazy like that. I like the Cincinnati Bengals in Burrowhead to go on to the big insurance policy stadium in Glendale. To take on those, well, let's see. San Francisco 49ers, Brock Purdy, no longer Mr. Irrelevant. And I actually saw a video clip on Tuesday when John Lynch, or I'm sorry, on Friday when John Lynch made a call to Brock Purdy as the last overall pick in the draft. And he said, You're not Mr. Irrelevant, you're Mr. Relevant. Boy, you talk about speaking some things into existence. That is exactly. What happened? And after Trey Lance went down, after Jimmy Garoppolo went down, enter Brock Purdy. They have not lost the game since he came into the lineup. They have beaten some very good teams. As a matter of fact, they have not lost since they played the Kansas City Chiefs uh, at, I almost said candlestick, at the big pair of jeans in Santa Clara. Philadelphia, I mean, we don't really know how healthy uh, Jalen Hurts' shoulder is I know they played the Giants last week And they played in dominant fashion But this is a different beast This 49ers defense ain't the defense From the New York Giants Even though the Giants defense improved a great deal And their front four Was markedly improved from the past few years That we've seen them um, They have a stable of running backs And if you include Jalen Hurts They have four of them That's Hurts, Gainwell, Boston Scott and Miles Sanders, who is an all, or, uh, uh, is going to the Pro Bowl. AJ Brown is the beast outside. Devonte Smith is that dude. Dallas Goddard is that dude. The defense from the Philadelphia Eagles—they only notched seventy sacks this past season. Oh, by the way, that's third all time uh, in the NFL in NFL history. Um, their offensive line is just as good, if not better. Than that of the San Francisco 49ers So what's going to happen in this game Man It's a toss up to me It really is going to come down to this In my opinion Which one of these Inexperienced quarterbacks Is going to play above Who they have shown us to be Which one of these quarterbacks Is going to play above Where their Their age tells us they are now Brock Purdy, and, and again, look, man, these two dudes are a combined 47 years old. Think about that for just a second. These two quarterbacks in this game are a combined 47 years old. So if I'm looking at it from an, um, I'm not going to do that because I didn't do it with the other game, but here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to say about this game. It's going to be close. Um, it's going to be a, a slobber knocker, as Jim Ross used to say. Uh, <laughs> on a WWF, and it's going to be i a, 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 I'm just saying it's going to be a great game. I got both road teams advancing to the Super Bowl. I've got the Cincinnati Bengals, and I've got the San Francisco 40. Or I'm sorry, yeah, I have the San Francisco 49ers. They both are going on to the big insurance policy stadium in Glendale, Arizona, State Farm Stadium, uh, for the right to earn. The title of world champion Cincinnati Bengals San Francisco 49ers It's going to be a heck of a game You guys enjoy it It's going to be phenomenal um, We have a super show Coming up on Tuesday uh, That will be of course live on YouTube Twitter, Facebook Inst- uh, On uh, LinkedIn as well um, A host of people that's going to be joining me As we break down The uh, the, the, the conference championships Look a little bit ahead to the Super Bowl, but we're gonna have a super show for that as well. Uh the Saturday before the Super Bowl, that Super Bowl Sunday. So it's gonna be t- It's gonna be dope. Okay, uh before we get up out of here, I think I got some social media comments. Uh let's see what we got. We got uh aha, what's up, go ball game Jay. What's up, my boy? What's up, man? Uh blessings to you, ball game Joe, Jay again. And then of course Bo Waddell says we crying too. I don't know who the we is. That may be uh, another I don't know It could be the Giants or whoever But uh, So yeah Thank you guys for The social media comments As well as the reactions Much appreciated Before we get up out of here I want to go back to What I was talking about With D'Amico Ryans And he, him being a finalist For the Houston Texans job Head coaching job Of course he is the Defensive coordinator With the San Francisco 49ers He actually turned down Some interviews The week of the Cowboy game So he could focus On that game I'm just going to say this Uh, if the texans make this hire it would be the third straight african-american coach that they've had in the last three years that's not a good recipe if you are a up-and-coming person that wants a head coaching job that is not an ideal situation they're clearly in rebuild mode the the organization seems to be run pretty poorly and for that it would not signal a spot that i would want to go to and speaking of going to we got to go. Up next, the big homie from Press Box to Press Roll, Donald Weir. He's got all your HBCU stuff and much more. For the dopest engineer in the game, big day. Willie Epstein Jr., Shake Back Sports Show. Man, y'all stay safe. Y'all hug each other. Y'all love each other. And we'll holler y'all again real soon. Peace. We out.